He just sent 33 billion in militarized aid to Ukraine. Some central banks are reporting losses. We are now seeing flash crashes. Let's get into our crypto news because it is good. Pelosi can go into a war zone to check on Ukraine, but hasn't been able to take a plane ride down to our southern border all year long. Rosie Rios had issued more currency than anyone in history. Pretty sure that's why she sits on Ripple's board too. If you're a snowflake that gets offended, then you've probably already left anyway. So good luck. God bless. All right, YouTube, TikTok, we're live for the evening, Sunday, July 3rd. We're about to celebrate America tomorrow. Some people won't celebrate America tomorrow. That's their right. I hope they have fun and may God bless them. As we ride out this economic hurricane, the collapse of the financial system, we're going to talk about our plan for navigating through this storm. We're going to give you the update, current events, cryptocurrency, update on the economy, real estate, and then we're going to talk about some XRP price predictions at the end of this stream. Not trying to clickbait. I am trying to uh, throw out a little theory there. We just saw a tweet from John Deaton. We're going to cover it at the end of this stream, talking about the Supreme Court's uh, could be reigning in the SEC next. Okay, we're going to talk about what would happen if they did deem XRP a security. What would happen? Would it make it on up to the Supreme Court? How does that dynamic look? We're going to look at some price action that happened in the previous bull run for XRP, specifically 8,000% uh, crypto gains. So our time is going to be coming here soon, hopefully. We sit here and we watch them stall out the rollout of the new financial system, but we're here to break down what will happen. And it's not a matter of... Uh, of, of when it will happen. Sorry, sorry, it's not a matter of if it will happen. It's just a matter of when is this new system going to be rolled out. We have prepared ourselves accordingly and we have zero doubt about the future of this cryptocurrency space. We've never been about the noise. We've never been about the BS hype. You guys saw I put out a video where I joined Quincy Jones on his Twitter space uh, earlier today. And he was talking about how a lot of people are capitalizing on the financial insecurities of many people. And I do believe that to be the case, not only on, here on YouTube, but on TikTok, most definitely. A lot of short form content, <clears throat> a lot of younger age kids that just want to get rich quick. So what's happened here is there's been a lot of BS. There's been a lot of scammers. There's been a lot of frauds in this space as it all unravels. I mentioned to Quincy that it's a beautiful thing to see the cryptocurrency space get purged of all the bad actors. Quincy Jones just being a developer at Zinfin, which is building on the XDC network, the XDC ledger. One of the main utility cryptocurrencies that we've been talking about. And, you know, we just mentioned with Quincy how our message hasn't changed. Yes, do we throw in an exciting uh, title, 8,000% crypto gains? Yes, but I'm going to show you the context behind that thumbnail it is not uh, hype or bait. It is what happened last time around. And what do you think is going to happen when the actual liquidity pools get opened up and we really see the utility bull run in the cryptocurrency space? We can look at the hype and speculation. Okay, it took us this far. The utility run takes us to a whole new world. We're going to talk about all of that in today's update. Super excited to bring you guys this session here as we run it up. Uh, and we are ready to celebrate America all weekend and tomorrow as well. We're going to celebrate what made this country great. And we are going to celebrate the fact that we continue to fight the good fight. Amidst all of this evil, we stand strong. We stand for the truth. And we are going to take advantage of the greatest transfer of wealth in world history. I appreciate all of you guys for joining me in this update. Let's get right on into it. All right, starting off here with some current, event, current events. Let's get right into it. <clears throat> 
So here's the program that they have implementing for you guys. And I see a lot of people still saying that UBI is not coming. It's not here. They can never implement it. It's already here and they're only going to ramp it up. Look at California as a case in point model. Perfect model. 23 million Californian taxpayers will receive between $200 and $1,050 by early next year as inflation relief. So they're going to inflate even more. A, a, a state that's already well over broke is going to start to divvy out little paychecks to all their poor citizens that are still sitting in the Communist Republic of California. What an absolute shithole of a state. Please excuse my language, but with all due respect, we got to call it how it is. And it is an absolute disgrace to this country what is taking place in California and other states. But like I say, and like how this republic was set up, you guys do your program. Have fun. God bless and good luck to you. Do your program over there. And I just happen to be in a sanctuary state that's an absolute shithole as well. So I, I'm in one. I'm going through it as we speak. These states are failing. The situation will get worse in these states. And you guys need to be prepared. For me, when I think about building the wealth that I'm planning on building over the next 5, 10, 20 years. I'm thinking about strategic relocation in the sense of ditching communist states like California, not considering these states that have gone completely overboard, completely the opposite direction that provides opportunity for free market capitalism and for businesses to thrive. Entrepreneurs and free market capitalism is the solution for these problems. Government is inefficient and we cannot expect government or anybody else to take care of ourselves. It's about taking matters into our own hands. Before I got started on this stream, I had some old guy here in the chat telling me, oh wow, you youth, you all think the sky is falling. What the hell are you talking about, bro? We have a serious strategy for implementing this program that's going to give us generational wealth. I am going to surpass you and what you're doing, brother. I'm building value in my community with my businesses uh, locally, and then we expand out here. We're, we're going to reach hundreds of thousands and millions of people. No, we're taking matters into our own hands, and we're not waiting for the government to take care of us. Don't include me in with the youth that have been brainwashed into thinking that socialism is the answer and they all want a free handout. I want government the hell out of my way. I want communists the hell out of my way. And if you want to meet and confront, and we can talk about what program works out, but I'll just let you be. That's the beautiful thing here about America. Let's let California implement their programs. Let's let these socialist communists implement their programs. Personally, in my state, I will be resisting it the whole way. God willing, we resist this evil and we completely defeat them. And I do believe that we are winning, but this is their program. <clears throat> we'll see how it works out for them. You won't see this on the news until it's too late, but take this from an insider. The military is struggling with recruiting and retaining members. It's a big problem that they probably don't want to advertise too much. People are getting out at an alarming rate with no fills, and we know why they're leaving. Not only have they been mistreated and been led into multiple wars in other countries that we had no business being in, they get terrible treatment, and then now they're, well, we can't talk about it here, but you guys already know the deal. And this is a serious situation that the news most definitely is not covering, is the amount of troops that we are losing. I've seen some viral TikToks go around lately of guys getting discharged. Very sad to see. Very sad to see. And you guys know that we support our troops. We love our military. We just want our troops home. Let's defend our own borders right here and make a stand here. We don't need to be involved in other people's business. We need to fix what we got going on here in this country. 
absolute shame and a disgrace as we celebrate our country's founding tomorrow. Let's get back to what made this country great. Just heard a massive firework go off, and I just got to say, God bless America. God bless this country. So many great things going on, so much great opportunity. Don't let all the FUD, the chaos, and all the... The the person in my comments on TikTok was saying, I'm a doomsayer. We're not here to FUD you out. We're here to say there's a beautiful opportunity still left in this country around the rest of the world. You guys are in a different situation. May God be with you. You guys are fighting a different fight and you guys are standing the hell up. We're seeing what the farmers are doing over there in uh, the Dutch farmers, spraying the manure, manure all over these politicians that have sold them out. God bless them. God bless them. In regards to this real situation, though, the reason why this is not doomsaying, this is not fear, uncertainty, and doubt. This is, this is the situation. How do we prepare and take action? Russia has a hunger plan. Vladimir Putin is preparing to starve much of the developing world as the next stage in his war in Europe. This is a Twitter thread. I'm not going to go through it, but you guys already know the deal. Out of the Ukraine comes a lot of the grain, a lot of the essential commodities for much of the world. Same with Russia. So Russia is now controlling and stalling, locking out Ukraine's ability to export their natural resources and commodities that are so needed by the world. And these are the food staples that a lot of the world relies on. Russia has a plan. The BRICS nations have a plan, like we talk about every day in this program. What is your program? Because we know that our leaders are failing us. If you're in a full communist state, you're on the highway to hell, baby. And may God be with you as you resist the evil in your state on the local level. America as a whole is getting sacrificed. And on the world stage, some of these countries, some of these leaders are standing up and taking action they're ditching the U.S. dollar. They're ditching the SWIFT system. They're holding on to their precious natural resources and the commodities that matter. And this is why if you're not prepared, you are going to get sacrificed, as I continue to say. The reason why I use that word is to emphasize the point, emphasize the situation, how bad it will be. This is not doomsday FUD. This is reality. Have a plan. Let me, let me just cover a little of this. In normal times, Ukraine is a leading exporter of foodstuffs. A Russian naval blockade now prevents Ukraine from exporting grain. If the Russian blockade continues, tens of millions of tons of food will rot in silos and tens of millions of people in Africa and Asia will starve. Second point on this, and I'm not going to cover that thread any further. This is the final point. What do you think is going to happen when Russia shows up with uh, a ship full of food and uh, supplies that these countries need? Do you think these countries are going to give a flying F about the sanctions that the United States is trying to get them to impose when they got millions of people starving in their countries? Most definitely, they will not give. <laughs> they will not care at all. They're going to offload that ship. They're going to pay in rubles. They're going to pay in gold, just like was recently found in uh, Africa. Huge gold deposit. They are turning away from the U.S. dollar, which kills our standard of living, and there's a supply chain war underway. 
a commodity resource war underway. And we only produce so much here in the United States anymore. We only produce so much in Europe anymore. And that's what's about to happen to the Western nations. I'm speaking to the people living in Western nations right now. Please have a plan. Our leadership is failing us and they are setting us up for absolute sacrifice from an energy, food, commodity standpoint. It is not a conspiracy theory anymore. And there's a reason why I talk about this. I titled this video, 8,000 Gain Crypto. Well, I'm gonna make you wait till the end of this video to get to the 8,000% crypto gains. I want you guys to understand that we will starve. We will not be able to heat our houses. Our cities will go black. Blackouts will occur. What are they already telling you? Hey, little peasants, please only take a three minute shower and eat fake meat and ride a bike to work, little peasant slave who cannot make health decisions for yourself. Boy, maybe I should have done a rumble live because I don't know. I might be going too far tonight. Let's get into it, though. Russian oil experts, exports. How's your program working out? They are absolutely expanding while we go into recession and an inflationary depression over here in the West. They are expanding, increasing their market share. Russian oil exports before and after. So before the war started, you can see right there, you have a big chunks going to Europe, big chunks going to China. You got a chunk going to the United States, a little bit of Turkey, and you got some other countries. Now, now what do you have? None going to the United States, which is why we're paying $6 a gallon for diesel and gas, right? Now you're seeing Europe is getting way less. Europe can't turn off the taps though. Europe is so desperate, even though they want to be politically correct. They, they want to be woke and they want to turn off big bad bear Putin. They continue to buy those Russian natural resources. You can see that in Europe. Europe after May, May through June, still holding strong. But now we see India show up, which has been so important as, as far as we see the level playing field being set up. These countries are ditching and they're standing strong together. That's India. India now buying a bunch of oil from Russia. They couldn't care less what the Americans say to them. They're, they're about to make some deals. Let me tell you what. They know what they're doing over there in India, and it's a massive population. Massive amount of people in India. What do we see happen with China? The amount of Russian oil going to China nearly doubles. I think that's probably doubling right there, just looking at this little graph right here on the charts. We see Turkey more than doubled. Maybe they tripled there. And then we're seeing a bunch of other countries getting a large share of that Russian oil as well. Their program is expanding. While the World Economic Forum and our leaders tell us to live like peasants over here in the United States. Now, these other countries are having serious situations happen, though, as we speak. Six billion dollars of missing deposits in China and how protests are being suppressed. Now, I got to be careful because I'm, I'm live on TikTok right now. Live on TikTok right now. Since April... Many depositors have been unable to withdraw their money from several rural banks in Henan. According to the media, the amount is about $6 billion 
and affects about 400,000 customers unable to withdraw their funds. Now you're seeing this in the cryptocurrency space. You're seeing this in the banking sector. We just covered in our last stream how a major Australian bank went bust. And um, guys, please have a plan. Please have your preparations made as far as having some physical cash, having your food prepped, being able to have a little bit of cash on hand, not so just so that we can buy the crypto dip, so that we can take advantage of all the opportunities that are going to be at hand because this situation has not bottomed out. The crypto space has not bottomed out. Stocks have not bottomed out. Inflation has not peaked. CPI data, bullshit. Here by the end of the month, they will finally admit that we have entered a recession like we've been saying on this channel. We most definitely already entered a recession. Do not wait for the talking heads. Do not wait for the shills. Do not wait for any of these folks to tell you that we're officially in recession. Don't wait for them to lie, manipulate the data so that we don't have a quarter of negative GDP growth. We skate out at like a a 0% growth. For all intents and purposes, we most definitely are in a recession and well on the way to the financial sacrifice of the middle class and poor. Chinese developer Shimo fails to pay $1 billion bond. So we've seen Evergrande. We see this developer. The dominoes are falling across the world, across the world. When I beat up on a state like California, when I beat up on a country like um, any other country, when I beat up on the United States, when I beat up on Canada, it's not a matter of me picking on one country's in a better position than others. That is the case. Some, Some countries are positioned better than others, but there's issues in every single country. So wherever you're listening to worldwide, Please prepare yourselves. Please have a plan because we have not bottomed out. The storm will continue on most definitely, in my opinion, into the fall and through this winter. Okay, so please prepare for that about a 12 to 18 month period, which if the number comes out at the end of this month that we did have a negative GDP for Q2 of this year, then that means the recession officially started on January 1st of this year. Okay, Representative Bill Heizenga, I hope Gary Gensler is paying close attention to today's SCOTUS decision regarding the EPA. Bureaucrats across D.C. are exceeding the authority given to them by Congress. SEC Gov should rescind their climate proposal and focus on protecting investors and promoting capital formation. Now, what he's talking about there is they're trying to go and rein in proof-of-work Bitcoin and Ethereum with the climate proposals that would take out. Bitcoin and at least make it much more difficult. Definitely including a tax on uh, Bitcoin miners would be one thing that they're probably considering right now as well. But what did they just do? They just turned down another grayscale Bitcoin ETF. The SEC has completely overstepped their bounds. They have completely filed a fraudulent case against Ripple and uh, what they're doing targeting Ripple XRP. But like we just saw with the Supreme Court decision that was made against the EPA, they are reining back the power from these federal bureaucrats that were never supposed to be there. Never supposed to be there. This has gone way out of control with the EPA, the SEC, and all the other three-letter agencies that now rule with their thumb, pressing down, ruling by uh, enforcement in regards to the SEC, and then the complete corruption 
that has been exposed in the Ripple versus SEC case. These guys, best case scenario, are just part of a bureaucracy that's way too big and needs to be reined in. Worst case scenario, and as it's been exposed, they're bought and paid for and complete insider trading has been going on for profit for Bill Hinman and others at the SEC. And all truth will be revealed. We got these guys on everything, all the way down to the general election of 2020, which, in my opinion, the Supreme Court will rule on in their next uh, session. So just to be clear, the Supreme Court is now out of session. They ruled on about 66 cases this session, which uh, the next session will begin in October of this year. And in my opinion, they will be hearing something in regards to that general election of the 2020 election next. And, you know, I, I still think that there's something there. Now, in regards to them coming after the SEC, I'm going to talk here at the end. I'm going to cover a John Deaton tweet, and we're going to wrap up this whole live session by talking about Gary Gensler and the SEC getting reined in by the Supreme Court and what would happen if they did rule XRP a security. That's going to be covered at the end of this session. We're going to continue on with the crypto news. What happens once they're all mined? We are very close. Only 2 million Bitcoin left to be mined. And I don't know what the number is on how, how far until all of the Bitcoin is mined, like what the prediction is. But uh, definitely interesting to see Gary Gensler rule that, or basically say in his most recent interview that Bitcoin is the only crypto he's willing to say is a commodity. And that backs the SEC into a corner. And if they do want to actually provide a level playing field and fair rules uh, for the game of cryptocurrency and this new digital economy, digital currencies... There is no way that Bitcoin is a commodity that's not a security with XRP not being a similar declaration of commodity. There is no way. Because we've already seen that the Pentagon said last week that only a handful of entities control Bitcoin. And we see what's happening with Ethereum as well. The most blatant, obvious case that most definitely meets the Howey test which is a Supreme Court ruling, Supreme Court standard going back to 1933. How are they going to be able to make a case that XRP is a security in today's form? As we now see Gary Gensler trying to say that Bitcoin is a commodity. He's afraid to talk about Ethereum. He can't talk about individual cases doing his dance. And I still think that there is that potential that Gary's going to come out They'll settle up with Ripple, slap on the wrist, fine. He'll be able to be the good guy, Gary. And this case will be concluded with a settlement that does deem XRP in its current state a currency. Are they able to squeeze a little bit out of Ripple? Maybe. Can Ripple afford it? Most definitely. One of the best uh, positions that any cryptocurrency firm or company uh, is, is sitting in. Ripple is sitting in a better position than some of these exchanges. Many of these exchanges, I would actually make the case. So when we talk about a cryptocurrency bank, when we talk about a lender of last resort, we know that Ripple is sitting in the best position in this cryptocurrency space. As far as the Bitcoin program, how is it working out? Well, the number of Bitcoin addresses currently at a loss has reached a new all-time high of 18.8 million. 
Now, that is literally almost all of the Bitcoin that's ever been created so far. We only have 2 million left, so that would mean that there's already about almost 19 million in circulation, give or take. Don't, don't beat me up on these numbers, to be exact. But the fact is 18.8, nearly 19 million wallet addresses for Bitcoin are at a loss. So as far as that program out, it's a loss for all investors who thought that they were going to get rich quick or thought that they had a store of value. And then as far as people building on the Bitcoin network, well, you can't find anyone building on the Bitcoin network anymore. So... Uh, that program is a complete failure, and I know a lot of people in the cryptocurrency space still think that Bitcoin has a place as digital gold. I don't think that that's going to work out, but to each their own. To me, I don't care to own Bitcoin, and I don't care to own Ethereum, because I think that they're an embarrassment for the cryptocurrency space, but that's just me. Continuing on, over 80% of investors who staked Ethereum are currently in a loss. So how's the ETH2 program working out? Before they've even rolled it out, they're allowing people to now stake their Ethereum as they, as they merge on over, as they roll on over to ETH2. Well, 80% of investors who've staked their Ethereum are at a loss. Once again, an embarrassment to the cryptocurrency space and the program as far as an investment is not working out. <laughs> Then we have the man who paid 2.9 million for NFT of Jack Dor Dorsey's first tweet set to lose almost 2.9 million. So he's essentially lost 99.99% of the value of this NFT of Jack Dorsey, the CEO of Twitter, CEO and founder of Twitter, his first tweet that he bought for 2.9 million. Now it's actually pretty sad to see the amount of money that people have uh, been losing in the cryptocurrency space. You know, I like to poke fun at these other projects, Bitcoin, Ethereum, and all of the other shit coins. I like to poke fun, but at the end of the day, the people that lost their money in Celsius, that lost their money in NFTs, it is sad. Do I care when this, when some rich asshole loses three mil on one NFT? No, I, I don't care at all. But it goes to show you guys, when we were saying take your money and run in October, November, December of last year, when we said take your money and run from the NFTs, from the DeFi, from any of your crypto projects that have reached your all-time high or, or actually had a bull run last year, that was what everyone should have been considering, taking chips off the table. Of course, you know, you can never time the absolute top, but we knew the cryptocurrency space was getting stretched out and we called that Bitcoin was going to be entering the bear market by December. And we knew that the NFT and the DeFi space was absolutely going to get obliterated, as this fool did, losing $3 million with one NFT. Now, this is from the CEO of KuCoin. And so we've been seeing all of these exchanges. The dominoes are falling. Not just the hedge funds that have invested heavy into cryptocurrency. Not just Michael Saylor being at um, like a $1.5 billion loss with his Bitcoin. But we've also seen the exchanges start to fold and the dominoes spreading systemic risk spreading into the exchanges. This is the CEO of KuCoin seen, saying, be aware of FUD. Not sure who's spreading these sheer rumors and what their intentions are, but KuCoin does not have any exposure to Luna, Three Arrows Capital, 
Babel, and etc. No immense suffer from any coin collapse. No plan to halt withdrawal. Everything on KuCoin is operating well. So um, I'm not going to get into uh, the rest of this. They, they just raised another $150 million at a $10 billion valuation in May. Okay, that, that's, that's cool. We've seen a lot of these funds, uh, like Three Arrows Capital raised about a $4 billion valuation when they raised money. And now they just are selling for $25 million to FTX. So if you were valued at $10 billion in May, that doesn't mean that you're valued at $10 billion now. Is he being transparent? Is he trying to get uh, the message across? Yeah, but that's what a lot of leaders do when a collapse in crisis is happening on the back end. So I'm you know, obviously not promoted by KuCoin. I, I'm not promoted by anyone. I'm not sponsored by anyone. Not taking anybody's money. Even though it is funny, KuCoin just reached out to me again on TikTok for another promotional deal. This is the second time that they've reached out to me. But um, thank you for the cap on TikTok. I appreciate that, Mike. Um, thank you for the gifts and all the super chats. I don't do paid sponsorships, so I really appreciate all the support. But when we look here at this KuCoin situation, I do have KuCoin. I do use KuCoin for buying XRP. We'll see how this plays out. But it does appear that KuCoin is holding up for now. We will continue to watch this and we're going to continue. There's a reason why we didn't take money from any of these exchanges, any of these DeFi platforms, any of these NFT projects. It's because I couldn't quite understand if they were actually backing up their assets, what kind of custody solutions they actually had on the back end, how much risk, how much exposure they had with the stable coins. And one point that I want to make is even though KuCoin's writing fine now, well, Tether is still writing fine now. So I think that the one catalyst that brings down everybody is going to be Tether because we know in the overall cryptocurrency space, about 60% of the trading volume is with Tether pairs. So if Tether collapses, we know that KuCoin, a lot of the liquidity on KuCoin is provided by Tether. So I would actually estimate that more than 60% of that Tether trading volume, or sorry, more than 60% of the trading volume on KuCoin is Tether. So please be aware of the systemic risk that is spreading throughout the cryptocurrency space. Your funds are not safe on any exchange. I know a lot of people have been asking me, well, what about Nexo? Well, what about this? What about that? None of them are your friend. None of them are safe. Please secure your cryptocurrency. Let's talk about real estate real quick. Real estate update real quick. The six ingredients for a housing meltdown. Number one, wild speculation. Number two, valuations far off of mean. Number three, rising supply. Number four, price reductions. Number five, a decrease in demand, which is caused by the rates going sky high. And number six would be job losses, which is just getting started. So real estate moves slow, but the data that we're starting to see is already telling us that the real estate market is most definitely having a pullback. It's most definitely having a cool off. If your market is still staying afloat, hanging sideways, well then, uh, Praise God that you, you know, you're, you're lucky whatever market you're invested in 
because the high-flying speculative markets are getting obliterated. The speculators are getting wrecked, okay? And the real estate market, it's funny. The realtors, their favorite term right now is that this is just healthy balance. I love my real estate agents. They always have, they're always optimistic. Glasses half full. This is a healthy balance that is occurring after they were telling people that this is a great investment opportunity when it was at like a 4% cap, like literally like a four cap. And they were telling everyone investment opportunity. Everyone was a real estate investor. Yeah. We're finding out real quick who, uh, <laughs> who actually is running a legitimate business. Who's actually got cash flow on their real estate. Now, I know many of you guys in the real estate hustle doing the real estate business are still making money. You're still taking advantage of this and you're actually taking advantage of this opportunity while prices are rebalancing, coming back down. So God bless you guys that are doing the real estate hustle. For the high-flying speculators, trying to flip condos, trying to flip crap, they're, they're figuring out that this situation's tightening up quickly. And the developers especially, these guys that are highly levered, just like in the cryptocurrency space. The guys, the amount of leverage in this overall uh, financial system, overall economy, overall investments across every single asset class, there's a ridiculous amount of leverage and margin that's getting called in as we speak. And we have all of these ingredients for a housing meltdown underway. The US mortgage market and housing market is on the verge of collapse. Why? Because about 70% of mortgages are made by unregulated non-bank lenders. So what's recently happened is all of these more speculative, basically there's a lot, of, a lot of people speculating. They're giving out money at higher interest rates. Just recently I went through this. I got um, pre-approved at conventional loan, which was way less, <laughs> way less than what I would be approved for by another mortgage broker who got me a non-traditional, um, non-conventional funding, but it was at 7.75%. So it was like conventional, I was approved for like 400,000 at whatever the conventional rates were going for at the time, which was like four and a half, just under 5%. This was a couple months ago. Non-conventional, I was approved for like 650 and 7.75% interest rate, 4,600 bucks a month would be the payment. But this is from a non-bank lender. This is, I went to a mortgage broker who has a portfolio. Uh, he has a list of about 50 different lenders that he can go to and get someone like me approved who is self-employed who has a landscape business that has great track record, great cash flow, been providing myself a salary that feeds my family. That's all fine and dandy. But then I have a media business that's brand new and you know, they don't really believe so much in the TikTok YouTube money. So for, for me, someone like me getting approved, well, conventional funding, they don't give a shit about my media business. I get no uh, recognition for that income. And it just is purely based off of my landscape business. And, and so it goes to show you why a lot of people did get over their heads. A lot of people don't have cash flow. A lot of the speculators are going to get caught up in this because they went and signed on to deals like that. Higher interest rates, 
um, adjustable rate mortgages, five-year adjustable rates. Um, and, and, and this was funded by non-bank lenders. And when you compare this, this number is even higher than 2007, indicating huge systemic risk. So the number of non-bank share of mortgage originations. So this is coming from private hard money lenders that are saying, yeah, we'll give this doofus more on the, the mortgage, but we're going to charge him almost 8% interest, 3% higher than what he could get conventional. And yeah, we'll give him more money. We don't care because we know we, we have an asset there that we can, that we have as collateral. We have a house that we get to take in as collateral. This propped up this whole thing. And this housing market, it's not on the verge of collapse. It's already teetering and it's already started the collapse. We're done. This thing's coming back. Some markets will remain strong. Real estate is based off of your local market, but some markets and the overall space is getting wrecked as we speak. Now, obviously a lot of people are still saying, oh, it's just healthy balance. Well, some people losing hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of equity, that's getting wrecked as far as I'm concerned. So call it what you want. Yeah, some people are losing you know, a little bit of value, but they're not going to sell their house. They're going to write it out. They're going to be fine. I understand that. The speculators and a lot of the bullshit artists that, you know, in every asset class, every sector, we have a lot of people that are full of shit. Excuse my language, but that's what it is, guys. In every single asset class, from cryptocurrency, real estate, I see it in the landscape business. These guys are folding and just handing me business. Every single asset class, every single sector, same thing is going on. The cheap, easy money kept everyone drunk and happy. Everyone was getting fat and happy during these times because the punch bowl kept on getting filled up. We're all getting drunk and happy. The DJ continues to play the music that we love, and the party's great. Well, it's all coming to an end. Pending housing sales in June plunged by 16% year over year after the 12% drop in May and the 9% drop in April as potential buyers lost interest in sky high home prices and holy moly mortgage rates <laughs> bubble popping. Yeah. So just basically all the data across the board, house sales in June down 16% year over year after the 12% drop in May and after the 9% drop in April. Okay, so it's getting worse. It's just like the Atlanta Fed is predicting for Q2 GDP. It's worse than Q1. That means the whole economy is getting worse, not just real estate. But it all ties together. And that's what we do here on this channel is we help tie this all together for you guys. This guy says, Siri, show me what it looks like when a housing market bubble goes pop. This is Prosper, Texas. So like I said, you look at individual markets, some of these markets took a hard turn and they're going hard back the other way. This is Prosper, Texas. The number of months of inventory of housing that they got. So uh, here in March, they bottomed out at less than a month of housing inventory. Now we see they're already up to nearly eight uh, total. Or, or sorry, that's new. I look at this, this chart's kind of funny. You have total, new, and resale. So basically up to three and four months of housing inventory. 
and it looks like the new listings might be closer up to eight. That looks like it's just getting started, that this could be getting worse. So we're going to continue to uh, analyze this real estate market for you guys and help break it down because I want you guys to understand each asset class and the strategies that we are implementing for each asset class as we write out this economy, uh, this economic collapse. This economic collapse, we tie it all together, right? Now let's get into our technical analysis, price predictions for the crypto gains that you guys have all been waiting for. The title of this video was 8,000% cryptocurrency gains. And then we're going to talk about XRP potentially being labeled a security and what that would imply. But when we go to Dark Defender, getting our TA technical analysis, let's take a sip of the secret sauce before we get into it. Dark Defender says, my dears, XRP found the support on the 30 cent level. I had given her two weeks. One week has passed and next week XRP is expected to make her jump. I trust Ripple XRP and I always drink my coffee in peace every time I look at the charts. Grab your coffees, have a look. Well, Dark Defender, tonight we're having a little bit of the secret sauce, which may happen to be some crown apple. Little bit of crown apple on the rocks. God bless you all. Thank you for tuning in tonight. And we are looking at the charts. We are looking at the fundamental analysis and sleeping soundly at night. Sleeping like a baby. We know what we hold. The technical analysis does look incredible. As we roll over to Crypto Bull, he says XRP made three higher lows prior to rising 8,000% last bull run. Now again, we can see three higher lows with an, even with an even steeper incline. If we repeat the price, can go to $25. Look at this chart, folks. This is the weekly chart for XRP. So I know a lot of people get caught up in the day-to-day -day price movements. Oh, what's up 4%, it's down 5%. All of your apps send you the alert. Oh my gosh, 5%, 4%. When you zoom out, look at the weekly chart, you see a picture here. And it's nothing but up, way up to the upside. $25 price target. Last time we did this, XRP pumped 8,000%. Look at this chart here, guys. That is an absolute thing of beauty right there on the weekly chart for XRP. Three higher lows prior to an 8,000% last bull run pump. Remember, XRP pumped last and it pumped the hardest. Have we entered a bear market? In my opinion, yes. So does that mean that technically speaking, we missed the bull run? Yes, kind of. But the point is, is that when this thing gets set free, it is absolutely going to make the rest of this space feel uncomfortable. Because while the rest of the space is going to be struggling, XRP is about to pump something silly here, guys. Whether it is, you know, just a few thousand percent, whether we do end up getting an 8,000, 10,000 percent return um, over the next period of time here. What we're looking at, I think, on the low end for XRP is about a 7 to $13 price target. That's where I think a very quick, like rapid rapid movement could happen but i do see us potentially reaching price targets upwards of that 30 dollars price level 
I, I think that $20 is well within reach. And I think that if we just get a victory in this SEC lawsuit, we most definitely are going to be on our way to a $7 to $13 price target. But there's nothing stopping this thing. There is nothing stopping this thing. And this is nothing to do with utility. Remember, what Crypto Bull is showing us here in this technical analysis is that if we repeat a hype speculation pump, we would get an 8,000% return and it would take us to $25. Okay, so what happens when we get the utility run on top of that? When we get a hype speculation, remember back in the last bull run, we, barely, we didn't even have a trillion dollars in the overall market cap. During this last bull run, we hit $3 trillion, which a lot of that was fake, phony, not real, and it has just vanished into thin air during this bear market. But where we're about to go is a whole new world for the cryptocurrency and the financial world, the financial system. Whenever this thing gets set free, whenever the SEC versus Ripple case ends, whenever we finally get cryptocurrency regulations, we're not talking about a $1, $2, or $3 XRP. And I think many people are going to sell way too soon. Whether that's $1, 2 or $3 XRP, whether that's even $10 XRP, which I plan on selling a small percentage at that price point. But as I talked about with my Discord group, I don't trust the exchanges to even get my order to go through at a $10 XRP. And I don't even care. At $10 XRP, if I'm not able to sell 5% of my portfolio like I plan on, if it doesn't go through, it doesn't go through. I don't care. That means that it's, it's on its way to a much, much higher price. Remember, I've seen the exchanges shut down with XRP just pumping to a dollar, let alone XRP pumping to a $10 price point. But, you know, maybe best case scenario... The cryptocurrency purge happens, we cleanse out the whole system, and then XRP just goes on a utility run, right? You know, we get regulatory clarity, we get set free, the SEC case is over, and then all of the exchanges get wiped out, you know, FTX acquires um, Celsius, right, for, for, for uh, 25 million or whatever that number was, no, no, BlockFi, sorry, FTX acquires BlockFi for 25 million, I talked about in my last live stream how that's an absolute joke. What an embarrassment for BlockFi after they were just valued at nearly $5 billion. Maybe we get that complete purge. All of the exchanges, all of the hedge funds, the whole system gets rolled out, and then XRP gets set free. And then we find the utility price at a you know high double digits, high maybe three-digit price point, right? We're all guessing. It's all speculation. But for me, it's not a matter of if we reach these price targets for XRP. We most definitely will. It's just a matter of when. Are we going to settle up in the next week or so and, and go to a much higher price target? You know, if we look here at the Dark Defender chart that he's got, he's got about a five-way movement, uh, probably Elliott Wave Theory there. I don't know. I'm not a TA expert. I don't, you know, for me, I just refer to these guys. In one week, we should make our move, right? And, and, and so he has us going to about the 60 cent level by the middle of July. So we're not pumping to anything crazy, but we're at least about to go back up and regain that 60 cent iron wall. And we have to remember how quickly XRP can move once it does get to those price points. 
I know a lot of you guys are torn on what to do right now as far as do I buy now? Do I wait? Is XRP going down to 10 cents like some people are calling for? No one knows when the bottom is. No one knows when this thing pops and just goes absolutely crazy and melts faces. What you need to do is you need a dollar cost average with the funds that you have available. We want to make sure that we don't use leverage. We want to make sure that we clear out our margin. We want to have our cryptocurrency not on the exchanges. We want to secure our keys, not your keys, not your crypto. And we want to make sure that we have enough cash. We have enough to ride out this storm. But other than that, I'm not waiting. I bought at 60 cents, 55 cents, 50 cents. And my most two recent purchases have been at 30 cents. The three for one deal is too good for me to pass up. That is not financial advice. Nothing I've said here is financial advice. I'm telling you what I am doing based off of how I am analyzing this situation. It's not a matter of if XRP pumps to $25. It's not a matter of if we get 5,000, 10,000% gains. I want to be careful with my words because I don't want to get people too hyped. It's a matter of when it's going to happen because I know a lot of you guys are not prepared to ride out another six months of recession, inflationary depression, 20 to 50% higher prices for our food, energy, and housing. So I want to make sure that you have all your ducks in a row. There's a reason why when I put out my video titled how to ride out the recession, there's a reason why I covered prepping first. Because I want to make sure that you can feed your family. I want to make sure that you can afford a 10 to 20% bump in your rent when you go to sign a new lease this year. I want to make sure that you can afford to pay 50%, 100% more to fill up your tank over the next 6 to 12 months. Before we talk about 8,000% crypto gains, hype, thumbnails, let's pump this to the moon, bro. Which, during this bear market, I know a lot of the space has had the wind knocked out of it. A lot of you guys are probably don't want to hear, you don't want to see 8,000% gains. You, you're frustrated right now. I get it. But I have zero doubt about the utility that's going to be unlocked within the XRP ledger. There are a few other cryptocurrencies that I hold that I feel kind of good about. My XLM, my XDC. But there's a reason why XRP is my number one. You guys know the deal. I have small little bags and XLM, XDC. I have a little casino coin. I got a little bit of Reaper, which is one of few projects on the XRP ledger that I think is legit. I own no NFTs. I'm not doing any DeFi. I don't, I, I don't gamble. I don't trade. I stacked a fat bag of XRP. And I'm sitting on cash so that I can ride out this storm. Let's talk real briefly. Let's talk about some more theories. In regards to the Supreme Court potentially hearing a case in regards to reining back in the SEC. Now, maybe that would be the library case that would make it to the Supreme Court. Maybe it would be the Ripple versus SEC case. Who knows? This is the most staged lawsuit in the history of the SEC. But let's talk about what John Deaton just tweeted about. This was interesting. Here's a great example of why I often ask my friend Jimmy Falan what he thinks. 
Check out the date of this tweet. Jimmy was talking about the major questions doctrine and our new Supreme Court makeup long before the EPA decision came out a few days ago. So a few days ago, the Supreme Court reined back in the EPA, another three-ledger agency that is completely off their rails and essentially operating as a mafia, extorting free market capitalism and, and getting in the way of entrepreneurs who are trying to provide uh, value, resources, technology, here in this instance, cryptocurrencies that can change the world. They are holding back the space. So James Falan tweeted out in December 29th, 2020, when it comes to the SEC versus Ripple and all the different federal agencies trying to regulate crypto, start thinking about the bigger picture, like Chevron deference, the major questions doctrine, and our new Supreme Court makeup. So we've been talking about this, right? Donald Trump, whether you like him or hate him, and I know that that name just triggers a lot of people. I'm not here. It's not about Trump. But let's recognize the situation at hand. The big bad orange man did flip the Supreme Court, as you're now seeing with the rulings. How is this going to change our reality? That's what we're here to recognize. Not get political. Not left, right. Not up, down. What are the facts? Toss our feelings to the side. How do we prepare ourselves and invest accordingly? The Supreme Court has shifted to the other side. They just made the ruling on the Second Amendment. They just reversed Roe v. Wade. They just made the ruling reigning back in the EPA. What could potentially happen if Ripple lost? If XRP was deemed a security? Well, John Deaton answers that question. This guy asks, what happens to XRP holders if XRP is declared a security and has to be registered with the SEC? Looks like no one is explaining this part. John says, most likely the status quo would remain in effect during an appeal. A buyback could be arranged for those in the US. I know the SEC offered a buyback of the very token, but I do not know the specifics. It's up in the air to be honest. So, we have seen that the SEC has already offered a buyback. We know that our good friend, Jimmy Valley from, what's his firm called? I haven't talked about him in so long. Valley Capital, right? Or, or Val Hill Capital. Val Hill Capital, Jimmy Valley, who needs to come on our show, Jimmy. I'm gonna, I'm gonna send you another message, brother, and we're gonna get you on the show because we need to have a chat about this buyback theory because we've been one of the few channels that have actually talked about this theory and how it's legitimate. How we do have a precedent. I forget what amendment it is. But if the government wants to seize our property or if uh, it was deemed a security and our property is going to get deemed a, a security and seized by someone, whether that's the treasury or whether that's Ripple, they have to pay us fair value compensation for that property. And so there's a reason why Jimmy Valley and Val Hill Capital made that proposal of the original Fed buyback proposal of XRP, and they offered the price at $37,000. There's a reason why it's at $37,000 too, and we need to be praising Jimmy Valley for making that proposal. In my opinion, it's not crazy. It's not ridiculous. It's a legitimate proposal, and by throwing that offer out there, we, we, we set a value on it. We say, we say hey, Here's a precedent. We understand the value for this property. So if you guys dare 
try to seize this from us, if you dare deem it a security and try to get it back from us, you're going to have to give us just compensation based off of the Constitution and previous rulings by the Supreme Court. I think that if the SEC does go over the line, which does not appear to be the case, but it is important to go worst case scenario. I know that you guys have invested your savings, your retirement in this XRP thing, and this story wears on you. You've been holding for years. But the reason why I stand here with absolute conviction is because I believe in the utility, the adoption, the partnerships that Ripple is doing. But I also believe that we have the legal authority. We have the legal standing that they cannot take this property from us without giving us just compensation and a fair value for this property. There is no scenario where we lose. And if they want it to be deemed a security, if they find a way, if it's a new asset, a new type of commodity that is deemed a security, well, then that means that it's, it's backed, it's securitized by some sort of value or utility which means we own something of value as we've been talking about 99% of the space will go away and we know what we hold. We've ke- we are keeping our eyes on the prize as this economic collapse is underway. We continue to understand what we hold. We've done the research and we know that if they did offer a buyback, a fair value of XRP based off of the utility that it could provide, would be at a much higher price. Are we going to get 37000 I don't know about that. I'm not going to promise you that. <laughs> but I'm here to tell you guys, whether we get worst case scenario, security, buyback proposal, maybe it goes all the way up to the Supreme Court, which what do you think is that, that's going to do for the publicity of XRP and Ripple if it did make it all the way up to the SEC? If Ripple lost the case uh, you know, Judge Netburn flipped, Judge Torres flipped, and they, for whatever reason, decided to give the SEC a victory. And Ripple appealed that, right? And then I don't know if it went to another court before it had to go to the Supreme Court. Whatever the case is, guys, worst case scenario, we have legal standing, we have legal precedent. And if they go that route, then it is only a recognition of the value and utility of what we hold. May God bless you all. I am so thrilled to be celebrating America, celebrating and understanding, having clarity on the opportunity at hand. We are picking up XRP at what is it, 30 cents right now? What an opportunity of a lifetime before they roll out this new financial system. We are preparing ourselves to take advantage in each asset class and it is an opportunity of a lifetime. This is generational wealth Wealth that would normally take 20, 30, 40 years to create that we can create over a period of just three to five years if we're really on top of our game. This is without crypto even mooning. This is without your 2000 XRP making you rich. And we've always made the point that we don't want you to just hold and pray with your XRP. There's a reason why we just launched our business development program. There's a reason why we talk about real estate, precious metals, and we have a full encompassing program for building and preserving wealth. 
Because if you make a million bucks off your XRP, but then you blow it and you don't know what to do with it and you try to take it into real estate, but you don't have the correct strategies or you try to start a business, but you know, nine out of 10 businesses fail. Well, then you've lost, you, you, you lost, uh, you know, you, you weren't able to capture this opportunity or you did, but then you've, you failed to preserve that wealth. Our strategy remains simple. We've never sold out and we continue to shoot it straight right at you. 100% truth. And I know I get comments. It took me one hour just now on this live stream to go through all of my current update and my analysis. But that's not, I, I'm not here to be a headline reader for you guys. I don't care about the comments. I, I understand. On my weekly show, Monday through Thursday, I'm going to try to give you guys a 20 to 30 minute rapid fire update. But when I sit down here and I got some time to actually speak my mind and put together my full an analyzing the complete situation at hand, I go a little long winded. And that's because we understand our shit. We're not like these other guys. <laughs> they, they barely, they understood crypto. They understand, they understood how to take a check from these cryptocurrency projects, from the new NFT project, from the new blocking uh, game token that was going to be the next big deal. But they have no idea how to tie this full picture together for you guys. And so that is why these live streams end up being so long. I do apologize. Not really. I'm not really sorry because I want to be able to give you guys context on why I'm reading off these headlines, why I'm making fun of these kids with how's your program working out. It's because we've been talking about this over the last couple of years, over the last year and, and about a year and a half. We've been making content, putting it on record, but we've been implementing these strategies. We've been in the field with our businesses for years now. Now it's all coming to fruition. Now we are harvesting. It's not too late for you guys. We are already going through the collapse, but it is not too late. If you focus right now on your income over everything, you bring in that cash, bring in that income, maintain your profits through this economic collapse, you are going to be able to take advantage of this and you most definitely will be blessed. I am not here to give financial advice. I'm not here to hype you up. I'm here to show you guys a new financial system is about to be rolled out. We are on the brink of trillions of dollars being settled on distributed ledger technologies. And there's only a few cryptocurrencies that are actually able to handle and scale to solve these problems that are valued in the hundreds of trillions and quadrillions of dollars. What we've seen in the cryptocurrency space up to this point is an absolute joke. Real estate is collapsing. If you understand what you're doing, there is most definitely a great opportunity in real estate. You are able to eat up your competition and most definitely Take advantage of this opportunity in the business landscape. Even though we are entering a recession, there is incredible opportunities for, your, for you to launch your side hustle or your business. Do not have fear. Understand the situation and continue to take action on a daily basis. If you guys want access to our full programs, get access to our community. It's all over at the website, zachrector.com. With that being said, I appreciate all of you guys and we will see you in the next one. Thank you so much. Enjoy and celebrate America. This is an absolutely terrific opportunity at hand, not only in this country, but worldwide. 
May we continue to resist the evil and fight for freedom across this beautiful planet. God bless you all. Let's save humanity. Please smash that thumbs up on the way out and make sure you subscribe to the channel. We'll see you in the next one. Take care and God bless. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of The Greatest Transfer of Wealth with your host, Zach Rector. Please remember to follow us over on Twitter, TikTok, YouTube, and Rumble. To get in touch, please just head on over to ZachRector.com. You can check out all of our affiliate links and get access to our exclusive Discord community over at the website. We appreciate all of you for tuning in. And all that we ask is that you share this message with other like-minded individuals. If you appreciate the show, feel free to go ahead and leave us a five-star review. We will see you in the next one. Take care and God bless.